1: Frontier well, Welcome to Wrestling Daft the uh, hailing from Larborough, weighing in at 185 pounds. I'm John, how are you doing? Uh, and usually at this point I'd say, introducing a man bigger than blah blah blah, but he's actually, he's He's got an abscess in his mouth that's bigger than Big Alex, believe it or not. Uh, So unfortunately, Big Alex is not with us today because he had to go to the dentist. So get well soon, Alex. He'll hopefully be back with us uh, next week where you'll see him. This face, the size. it will be bigger than Big Alex because his face will be huge. Hopefully he'll get it sorted though. Uh, So he's not here with us this week. So it's just me and the head writer of Inside the Ropes. It's Mr. Gary Cassidy. How are you, Gary? I know
0: too bad. I was going to try and stand up for this full show so that I could make up for Alex by being tall, but... Doing
1: accurate. Yeah, yeah, Any yeah, chance. Yeah, absolutely. How has your uh, wrestling week been? You have been out of the blue. We, we heard the Bushwhackers interview on the show last week. We know you've interviewed Shawn Michaels recently. Um, you interviewed... A former AEW champion this week as well, just like that. I
0: I like how last week you were like, uh, "You've not got any former WWE champions that you're going to interview, are you?" And I was like, "No," because I've I've no, <laughs> and I did at that point. And then I former WWE champion, former AEW champion, John Moxley. Um, it was one that had been on the the kind of docket for a wee while didn't quite know when it was going to happen and then it all got rushed together. Um, But if anybody follows me on Twitter, they might have seen it didn't go entirely to plan. Uh, I had a brilliant chat, spoke about 40 minutes with the guy, um, but... He did not know he was on video, I don't think. So I have a video of the side of John Moxley's face and then just him drinking a milkshake, having chocolate oil in his mouth and, and all that kind of thing. So <laughs> it's, a, <laughs> it's sadly not going to see the light of day, but it's a, it was a good laugh anyway. And um, I might have another wee chat with him coming up in the future to, to get the video out there in a, an actual format. So we'll, well see how that goes.
1: You, you say it won't see the light of day, however... We're an audio podcast, so <laughs> we can use the audio, and uh, we, we don't want all that 40 minutes being wasted, Gary. Oh, I thought the audio will be um, audio will be
0: usable. Um, we didn't see him, or you can't hear him drinking milkshake and getting it all in <laughs> his face and stuff, so I thought it will be fine, uh, yeah. but it was good because I, I put up the photo and I knew exactly people were just going to be going at a typical John Boxley because he is apparently horrendous with, uh, with any kind of technology, so... No, too different to myself, um, despite not being the oldest. Is 35. I seen that. I was wow. like, I don't know what age John Moxley
1: as a, a week ago. I was like, 35. I was, thought it's, he was like wow. in his 40s, but I would, I would, th- I rough would paper have round. There you go. Um, so, yeah, um, we'll hear that interview with John Moxley, I'm sure, in the, in the coming weeks. Um, can we reveal the other big guests that you're going to be talking to later today, or is that still on the wraps? Aye. Well, I'll just mention it because by the
0: time this is it will either have happened or it will have been cancelled for, I think, the seventh time. Yes. <laughs> but but for good reason. It's the kind of thing that I don't really mind this guest cancelling because they, you know, have, have had valid reasons. Um, so you mentioned last week, not a former WWE champion. Um Actually, have never held a belt, but one of the most famous people to have never held a belt because it's he's famous Roberts. Person. Yeah. I absolutely. so um so I can't I can't wait to chat to him if it happens. I'm still a wee bit skeptical because it's been postponed a few times, but for good reason we've spoken on the show about he's, you know he's suffering with COPD, which yeah. he's been suffering with a lot of stuff through his life. Um, but I I can't wait for it. It's, uh, it's primarily, It's He's got a book coming out. Uh wow, I'd love to read that. I, well, it's apparently all about um, the early years of his career and then leading up to his first WWF, uh, WWF run and stuff like that, yeah. which I actually just wrote an article on Jake the Snake for the Inside the Ropes magazine that goes all the way up to his, the start of his WWF run, so well versed in, in that to ask him the questions and uh, obviously going to ask about that East Kilbride post office. So yeah. I'm excited for that, but still a wee bit sceptical, we'll see if it actually
1: happens or not. So there you have it. Big interviews on the way for this show. John Moxley and Jake Snake in the next couple of weeks. But let's talk about this week and let's talk about last weekend. More specifically, uh, Elimination Chamber. Initial thoughts, Mr. Cassidy? Loved it. I uh, thought it was really, really good. Um,
0: a bit disappointed we didn't have a Women's Elimination Chamber But we get two really good Elimination Chamber matches, so I'm just being a wee bit picky in all honesty. Uh, But no, I really liked it. It's the kind of thing that for me, you know, we've been kind of mentioning for the past while about Raw. Drew McIntyre's probably been one of the best parts of Raw, but weirdly... The thing that you can do to make people watch Ron make it interesting is to to make him know the champion anymore. So I absolutely love the end there, and you know, I, I really like the way that Bobby Lashley's been presented recently. A couple of title changes, couple of brilliant Elimination Chamber matches, and it
1: came in under three years. Not going to complain at that. Two, yeah, two and, a half, two and a half hours, which is was an ideal kind of a viewing length. Like you don't you didn't get bored with it. Um, SmackDown um, Elimination Chamber match I thought was really. Pretty decent, actually a really decent match. Surprised that Daniel Bryan won it, Gary? So I think I said last week that I thought Kevin Owens was the only choice. Yeah. Then I
0: started talking myself into it purely because I thought they'd play off the Daniel Bryan angle. You know, he always is the ultimate underdog oh, will they win the Elimination Chamber, then beat Roman Reigns? And I was like, no, I think they will go for the Daniel Bryan winning just because he has the massive face and, and all that kind of thing. So I kind of spoke myself into it, and I thought they'd done that really well because, you know, Roman Reigns coming out, getting caught immediately in, in that false finish at uh, uh, Daniel Bryan, maybe mm. almost getting him and then just completely annihilating him. I thought it was absolutely amazing. And having the, the edge thing, you know, ultimate opportunist, uh, you know spearing a guy that is just being the ultimate opportunist and coming out immediately after Daniel Bryan's been through the, the ringer so yeah. I, I thought it was just really well booked start to finish that film match and the Roman Reigns match afterwards yeah. so I need no, no problems with that here at all uh, can't wait for Smackdown
1: yeah I mean I'd, my opinion I'd, I'd love to see Cesaro have won it you know, and I said that in the show last week, just so you can finally say, right, he's got a title shot. You know, he, he's getting his title shot and that could have led further down the line. But, you know, like you say, Daniel Bryan's probably, you know... <sighs> It was probably the match to go. It was our him or Owens because it was going to be a dead rubber match enemy no matter who who turned up in it. Um, right, bizarrely, I think the Cesaro one might
0: be the start of a wee face turn. I think that's... And I quite like him as a heel, but I think it might be the start of a wee face turn. Yeah. And if he is going to, you know, have some kind of title push, I would much rather it's with him as a face because if you do a slow... And, and this is me, a big if here, but if you do a slow build and have Cesaro winning a title in front of a crowd, when the crowds are finally back in, that would be absolutely incredible, so I yeah. don't mind it, but that's me putting a big massive if
1: on why I don't mind it Yeah, no, Um, obviously we had the, the last minute change for the US title with uh, Keith Lee being ruled out of that match Surprised that Riddle picked up the, the title from Lashley? No, I, I, was, uh, I was dead
0: set this was happening, but f- it made it a lot easier for me to comprehend it, because I was like He's going to win, but is he going to pin Lashley? Because I think the way they've handled Lashley and the rumors of him going into our main event slot, it's like, well, you don't really want him to get pinned for a belt. And then what? Like, it wouldn't make sense for him to then chase the bigger belt if he, <laughs> if he gets pinned for a title. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was going to happen, but I was like, oh, even pinning Keith Lee's a bit know the best I call so when when Keith Lee was you know taken out which I still don't know why I don't know if it's an injury or illness or anything like that but when he was taken out it was like oh this makes it a lot easier just have a Riddle pin whoever is the third man in the match Uh, again really good match and really enjoyable and I don't mind Riddle being United States champion Uh, you know the, the stuff they're doing with him is a wee bit questionable
1: I think i'm it's trying to <laughs> absolutely ah. murder what they're doing with riddle just make it i mean they've obviously they've been it's just like what vince i think or what creative C A stoner should be like and it's just they've done it before and it's just horrible isn't it there was a segment on raw last
0: night and it was just in that you know talking all with a shite the way they do every riddle segment now to uh to lindsay dorado and grand Metal League. And i seen it coming on my laugh. Uh, They've done the, you've got a match on the other side of the arena. And I was like, he's going to pull it a fucking scooter here. I know he's going to pull out a micro scooter. And they pulled out a micro scooter. I was like, that's just the kind of thing where I'm going, I know for a fact they're going to use a micro scooter here just for a laugh. And I don't know why, but, but
1: they've done it. I just, but I, I, it just, oh, I, I think know. it's really frustrating how they're using the kind of map, right? Well, yes, yeah, obviously, he's that's his, he is a bit of a stoner, but let's not just, let's not forget this guy is a fucking badass MMA fighter, you know? And it's like, I think that,
0: I think they're really trying to get that balance and being, you know, the ridiculously goofy guy. Until the bell rings and then have him annihilate people in the ring. But it's a really hard balance to get that. I mean, they've done it with Kurt Angle and, and maybe William Regal. I'm not yeah. sure who else they've ever managed it with. <laughs> it's a really tough balance to get.
1: Yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not a big fan of it. Uh, but yeah, no, good to see him picking up a belt because I, I really like Matt Riddle. Um, and I, I always think they should go, like you say, on that still where he, he, he basically turns into the Hulk. where, where uh, It's like, you don't want to make Matt Riddle mad. <laughs> and then suddenly he's kicking ass in the ring. But I don't think he'll have it for long. We'll wait, wait and see how that goes. I think it would just be a placeholder. Um, they obviously threw in a women's tag match in the absence of um, the, the women's title match, the, the, thrown, the threw in the tag uh, team match. Weird seeing Reginald getting involved. That was a bit of out-of-nowhere kind of booking. I, that, it's the weird one for me, because I
0: thought they were going to play this straight as you can have... Sasha turned heel I thought was going to be the way they'd do it and then that leads you into the perfect Bianca Belair picking Sasha Banks for Wrestlemania I was really surprised when we seen Reginald and I was like right maybe they're going to have you know fast lane triple threat match with Carmella involved as well Mm -hmm. but I really hope that I I love what they're doing with Carmella and I think she's been amazing you know in terms of in ring work I think she's very underrated I think they've repackaged her really well but I don't want to be part of that Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks match at WrestleMania. So I, I hope that that's the fast lane match and it's a way they get Sasha Banks to turn the heel a wee bit and then have face Belair against heel Banks. But I thought they overbooked it
1: slightly, having Reginald in there. But I don't mind seeing the guy. He's absolutely no, really, it, really it, an it, So I, don't, I couldn't get it less. Just chuck him in everywhere. And we mentioned it briefly there. Obviously, the, the main event was the Raw um, Elimination Chamber match, where we saw with... Drew dropping the title surprisingly as Ms. Cash is in Money in the Bank and we all love a good swerve and it was we, we knew something was coming with Money in the Bank because obviously that he needs to cash it in the next couple of months. Um so what did you make of the, the, the title change here and putting the belt on Ms.? I thought the biggest surprise for me was the fact that Sheamus wasn't in the last two.
0: Yeah. I was like, when AJ Styles eliminated him, I was like, oh, that's a weird decision because I thought we were gearing up like, I, I didn't see the cash in coming. Up. It was the kind of thing where I'm like, it needs to happen soon, but I don't see how we get there at all because The the Miz has been doing stuff with Bad Bunny. Obviously, that might resume in a couple of weeks because it looks like Bobby Lashley might end up WWE champion. Uh, but I was just like, don't see where this has gone. When they had retain, I was like, right, maybe Sheamus is going to do the thing where, well, Drew McIntyre didn't they pin me. He still owes me a singles match for the championship because yeah. he promised me that. And then they just completely swerved that. Went right out the window, but they had done the wee thing before it where they had Miz chatting with MVP, hooked up what we would see on Raw, um, about kind of, you know, Miz done it. Uh, that, that conversation happened because John Morrison cost Lashley, that which this was really smart because it was put together last minute. John Morrison cost Lashley the, the United States championship. Yeah. Because he was the one that took the pinfall. So, well, if John Morrison cost him it, then John Morrison's pal, the Miz, can cash in and give Bobby Lashley the, the first title shot. And that's why Bobby Lashley, I was like, that is really smart. It's a really nicely yeah. put together thing. Uh, so I really liked it. And I just think Bobby Lashley the guy has been presented incredibly since being presented awfully <laughs> like the yeah. lana stuff was like the worst he's ever been presented and then oh, they've i done don't know mvp of them
1: yeah all that oh pose, barbie do the pose, and all that <laughs> stuff with uh yeah that, was, that wasn't good either but yeah i, I mean interesting way to finish um, i've not seen raw so we'll, we'll find out what we're saying about that but i thought an interesting decision i'm, I'm just like how do they get Will the title what's going to be the WrestleMania match? And now you've sort of you reckon it'll be Lashley, Drew at WrestleMania for the title. I'm going to
0: chuck an early one in here. Fastlane we've been talking about being a a a massive pay per view because it's going to be the first one on Peacock. I think we're getting Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania.
2: Ooh. Or, or even they might, just do the,
0: they might even do the Lesnar-Lashley match and just have uh, Drew versus Sheamus but I think we're getting Brock back in the, the Peacock, the first Peacock event because how do you rope in casual viewers the first event on there you bring Brock Lesnar back because that's what they do every time
1: really? so aye, I think we're getting Lesnar back Lesnar back, three-way at WrestleMania I would buy into that it would be interesting that would be interesting who would they put the belt on at WrestleMania do they give it Drew's moment in front of a crowd or Big Daddy broke his back, so let's stick the title on him. I I think it's I think we all
0: know what the, the reasonable logical answer to that is. We'll <laughs> hold out a wee bit of hope, but I <laughs> I think Lesnar getting the belt anytime he's in a match for the belt is probably the smartest choice.
1: Yeah, there you go. Uh so yeah, that we'll get we'll catch up more on what happened on Rot as we do the buddies and putovers a bit later on, um, with our guest Mark Bronze Chell, who'll be on to help us with that in the absence of Alex. Um Fancy Booking Island we put it off last week because we had an interview with the Bushwhackers. We're going to put it off again this week. I'm really sorry. This booking has been a, has been longer than WrestleMania 32. Um, we'll get to the bo- Fantasy Booking Island uh, next week when Alex is back because you know he would moan. We're, we're still in the, the quest to book Yokozuna in the Attitude Era and Malik's wouldn't want to miss out on that. So we'll get that back on next week along with WrestleMania the Buzzsaw, It's going to be a busy old show next week. Uh, so Lots of stuff still to come to the show. We'll have the news and all the usual stuff. But first, it's time to cut a promo. I have a lot of things I want to get off my chest. Right, hand me the mic. And a shout out to someone, I think it was Neil on our Patreon, that had watched uh, the, the video version of this show for the first time and said, I'm really disappointed that John isn't actually handed a mic in this segment so um i was going to look at there we go hand me the mic there we go i've got a mic in front of me now there we go um, so uh, yeah time to, to to get angry about something and it could be something that i saw on gary cassidy's facebook uh on saturday night As he posted it got tell the listeners what type of sausages you bought at the weekend so the, the butchers next to me that uh, I've only recently discovered
0: gone into a fresh butchers and, and getting, you know, what they've got. And, and they do things that are a wee bit different. I mean, yep. they do uh, they do sausage and black pudding swirls, um, which is Ooh. like, uh, not square because it's a circle, but it's like square sausage with uh, black pudding that's swirls. It's called a like, black heart. Ooh. It's
1: called a black heart,
0: that. Oh, right. That's, I didn't know that. Um, but they do that. They also do one that's the same, but with puff pastry. Mm-hmm. And, um, but it went in, uh, it was... I just pick up the stuff I normally do. They do like, um, you know, uh, what's the thing I normally get? Black pepper steak. Absolutely nice. amazing. And the guy's like, I've got some uh, specialist sausages. The ones I've got this week, I do them every week. The ones I've got this week are red cola. And they were so good that the day before my birthday, I was like, we need to go down because I want them on my birthday in the morning as well. So I had, over the course of about three days last week, had about eight of these red cola sausages and they're absolutely
1: incredible. Happy birthday, by the way. Happy Thank birthday! Thank you. I that's um,
0: a a nice a lockdown
1: birthday because I think everybody's got one. Everybody's had one everyone's now. Everyone's <laughs> had one now. Everyone's had one. Um, red core fucking sausages. Now, th- what every time like. There's always like just say for example, Falkirk get to the cup final, or Andy Murray gets to the final Wimbledon, or Scotland get to the final the five nations. There's always some fucking butcher bringing out a specialist sausage for. Oh yeah, we've got um, I've got the Andy Murray a uh, sausage here. It's a, uh, it's got a little bit of strawberry in it and a little bit of cream. Uh you know there's always some fucking butcher. Why the fuck red cola sausages? Talk us through the taste sensation of that.
0: Oh, it was brilliant. Well, I think the thing that I would probably compare it to that I didn't actually get to try the first week I'd done them, I'd done Iron Brew sausages, because right. obviously that would be the one. So it was, you oh,
1: know... Oh, it's uh, Scotland, have got to the World Cup final, <laughs> so i brought some Iron Brew sausages here.
0: I like how uh, oh, the butchers sound like Alex. <laughs> That's <laughs> the best part. Uh, but I, it was um, just a wee bit, you know, it was like a, a regular butcher sausage. Tastes absolutely brilliant, just meaty you know wholesome sausage but the coating just had a wee sugary a sugary taste that you know mm-hmm. i don't know if anybody red red cola seems like one of the drinks that goes under the radar and you don't really know what it actually tastes like so when anybody goes what's red cola it's like i don't really know actually <laughs> just oh. sugary shite <laughs> so i
1: essentially just uh, tasted like a sugary sausage but it was good no right well, i i would usually you know I'm slightly irate at that. I, I was going to cut a promo on that, but I'm going to let you off uh, because red cola, I, I mean, I think that's just put red cola back into my life. And, and I think everybody <laughs> listening to this uh, podcast now and myself are going to go out and see if we can get a bottle of it. If, a glass bottle of red cola. Glass nothing better than cola. a glass bottle of red oh, cola. Beautiful, beautiful. Also, oh, oh, my... I
0: got one of them to have the sausages. I was Did that you? guy. Hi. <laughs> okay.
1: So it escapes uh, out of the, 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 the promo uh, class that i'm going to cut a promo now this is a very unpopular wrestling uh opinion right Oh not it's wrestling related <laughs> it's, it's not it's not wrestling related but i know a lot of people that listen to this show and a lot of wrestling fans will do this and i apologize in advance but i can't have it going any further see if you're over 40 right and you wear fucking shorts in the freezing cold conditions and you're kicking about in shorts <laughs> fuck off like <laughs> like you know i see uh, my mate does it right honestly he turns up at the football weekend. in week we're fucking shorts in the middle of winter fuck off you know what are you proving here what are you proving here right and then you see it's like you see kids with our dads kicking out the shops and that and the, the dad's wearing shorts in the middle of fucking winter why why can you talk me through this you do it,
0: don't you? No, no, I I no, I'm I'm very much somebody that's always fucking freezing. Like right. I'm always freezing. I, I just the warmest things ever. And that was last week I made the mistake. because it was like minus ten one day. And then I went when I went down to the butchers to get my red cola sausages. I had on like big jumper, my big massive I've got a, like a lumberjack jacket with a big quilt stuff inside nice. it, like yeah. the lumberjackings, Jack big expedition parka, Everything you know, massive gloves. My big thin sort of like gloves or heat holders gloves are like three point two tog. Hat everything and it was right. boiling. Uh, yeah. It was way too. warm to be wearing it, but no, I'm not. A, I'm, I wear shorts when it's summer because it's summer. Yes. But uh, but no, other, when it's like if it's less than about, I think the cutoff for me would be about eighteen degrees. Uh, right. It needs to be like that, and then it's then you'll just take the piss.
1: Right, exactly, exactly. Why are you wearing shorts? You're you're doing your, you're just going to do yourself harm. Do you know what I mean? You're just going to do yourself... You're going to catch the cold. Nobody needs that in these COVID times. You know, if you catch the cold in your shorts, you're going to be coughing. People think you got COVID. You're in lockdown. You're missing days at work. We don't need that right now. You're just... You know, you're doing no one any favours, right? And I know a lot of wrestling fans... I mean... you it's the comic book guy from the simpsons isn't it it's that 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 that's the neatest comparison i can think of but yeah guys i don't know why please explain to me tweet us um at wrestling daft or on patreon if you're listening to this go and send us a message and tell us if you're one of these people why 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 that's all i want to know so let's just stop it now shorts for summer as gary stated Put them away for winter, you know, put them away somewhere so you've got a bit of space for trousers, and let's just, you know, do that going forward. Thank you very much. That is it for this week. Right, um, if you want to see us in all our glory, myself and Gary, this week, you can do that by signing up to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Wrestling Daft, and you can see if I actually do get handed a mic. um, It looked a bit like an umbrella to me. Uh, did, well, yeah, it's thinking. not a great mic. I'll get a better <laughs> mic for, for next week. Um, lots of options to choose from, uh, being different bits of content on there. We're going to get a bonus episode up this week or in the next week and a half because we owe you one for February. Uh, lots of bonus episodes up there already. Um, we did a great uh, Wrestle uh, Mind the Buzz Buzzknock special at Christmas as me and Gary took on. Uh, Rab and Grado. And there's lots, you get the Grado story up there, you'll get Rab on wrestling, you'll get uh, Grado interviewing Rab in a shoot style. It's all up there on our Patreon and that's if you go on the tier two. Uh, Tier one, you'll get, you know, the chat community, which is a great bunch of people. I've got to say, it's so good. The the guys are signed up there. um, It's like, it's a little family, a little community of wrestling fans and we'd love to get you involved in that. So you can, Get that onto that for about three quid a month. Get early episode access. Uh, Full video of this podcast, as I do say. Get to vote on the list of Wrestling Daft. Get to vote on fancy Booking Island. Um, on tier two, you'll get the video version of uh, Raven Grado. You'll get bonus episodes, invites to our Patreon pay-per-view parties. We're going to be going into WrestleMania season, so that's going to be written, ramped up in the next week. while. Um, and then tier three, um, it's a bit more expensive. You get everything in the previous tiers, and you'll get like uh, a free t-shirt you signed up for a minimum of three months and we're looking to add to that in the next week while as well so that's all you can have lots uh, of event,
0: events, maybe after uh, June 21st. Well, not June 21st because uh, Scotland yeah. does not a set yeah. date, but uh, well, events maybe might be a thing year. in 2021.
1: Maybe the uh, end uh, of the year we might be doing live events. Something. You never know. You never know. Well, fingers crossed for that. We will wait and see. But yeah, you can get involved in all that. Just sign up to patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. Choose one of the options, whatever you fancy. Get more content and be part of the wrestling daft roster. It's that time of the show where we bury and put over stuff from the big shows from the week. Um, I do NXT, Gary does Raw, our guest Mark, who's been the champion on wrestling after March for some while now. Still no one stepping up to the, the title, uh, Bronze Cello, uh, so you will be doing Smackdown again. And in uh, Alex's absence, we're all going to chip in and try and do AEW between us. Uh, before we go on, Paul, how you doing,
2: buddy? All right? I'm doing good, guys. How about yourselves?
1: Yeah, great. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, a good week in life of furloughed bar manager.
2: Mm, yeah, just yeah. You know, It's on. getting that I've way. A lot of yeah, uh, um, a lot of uh, wrestling being watched, a lot of Call of Duty being played. But hopefully, because of Sturgeon's announcements and stuff today, you know, positive.
1: Positive, positive, that's the end of April. Only another two months of this to go. Jesus Christ. Well, until we get back to our tier (laughs) system and then we'll wait and see if we're all at. But uh, it's hard going, it's hard going. But anyway, listen, let's... Talk wrestling because that's still going on. Uh, we're on the road to WrestleMania. We're on the road to what? Oh, it's totally escaped me. AEW's next pay per view Revolution. It's yes, Revolution. revolution. Yes, it I was going to say The Road to Revolution. So, um, yeah, we're on the road. So, we're... there's lots of stuff going on in the wrestling, so it's good to talk about. I'll kick off uh, in Alex's absence. We usually start with AEW, but I'll kick off with uh, this week's NXT. And we're going places where we are on NXT at the moment. Obviously, we're seeing the Undisputed Era unravel in front of us. Um, you know, we're, we're seeing the start of things happening uh, between Kushida seems to be on the rise and rise. Uh, we've got stuff going on with the Wayne, Dexter Lewis. A lot of stuff going on, a lot to digest on NXT. But let's go to, first of all, to the putovers. overs um, I'd, I'd, let's, I'll start off. There's a couple of things we to go to, to, to this week. Uh, Zoe Starks uh, has made her debut or singles debut on NXT this week. Love her finisher. Have you seen it? It's a kind of flip yep, yep. into a knee strike. Yep. Something she more- is really
0: good. She's out of the, like, they obviously announced three of the signings for of the new class. She's the one that I was weirdly kind of least familiar with. I'd always heard the name, but she is really good. That's like yeah. the kind of thing where you go, how, how is WWE like managing to just bring all these women's talents that are already there and they're definitely going to get better in NXT. It just seems like they're constantly replacing, you know, the likes of Rhea Ripley and whoever else ends up moving up in the future. It's like these people look like they're just going to slot in and be brilliant anyway. And Zoe Starks is definitely one of them.
1: Yeah. I, we, we always like her fashion um on <laughs> wrestling daft. Let's put over the Adidas NXT branded jacket that Tyler Rust was wearing. I want one of them. Big, big fan
0: of that. Uh AEW have Puma things as well. And I'm like brandon branding wise, I'm like, man, geez, that. That's uh absolutely amazing. So I I did this NXT stuff as is- just yeah. bring out a full line of them. Absolutely, yeah, no,
1: absolutely. So no, um, and Pat is back. We've seen Pat McAfee <laughs> on his private jet slagging off the internet wrestling community. Let's get him back in the ring. Love it, love it. Pat is 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 good to see him back and doing uh, stuff there. Um, let's move on to a couple of buddies before we we we'll in a positive. There's a lot of promo packages. There was a lot of. Uh, vignettes going on here not a terrible amount of wrestling but I, I get where they're going because they're just coming off the back of TakeOver and they're building to the next thing Um, still no Boa I'm on Boa watch every week on this, still no Boa wrestling he was there, they were doing a cool thing with black marks, I don't know what that's going to be but I quite like what they're doing putting a black mark on someone which means uh, Casey Catanzaro is probably going to get annihilated by Zia Lee next week but still no Boa I want to see Bo in the ring, battering people. So we want to see that. Um, a couple of another fashion point. I think we will need to put in the, in the buddies is Dakota Kai wearing a denim jacket, but wearing it round like only on one arm and down by it. What's that all about? It's that's wear a jacket properly. You know what I mean? If you're going to wear a jacket, there's no point in being half arsed with it. It's like. You know, rolling up one trouser leg. So, yeah, a Kai, wear a jacket properly. Um, Leon Ruff, not even getting an entrance. What the hell? Aye, this that get, was
0: bizarre. I, I didn't guy. understand that. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> he was getting, he's holding, you know, betting big up North America, former North American champion. In fairness, he won the match against uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott, but he didn't even get an entrance. What that, the hell? I think that makes it even
0: more bizarre because when he didn't get the entrance, I was like, right, we know who's winning this one. And yeah, I was yeah, wrong. Yeah. They, they worked me. It was
1: probably, probably just a time thing. And uh, on being worked, Gary, that leads me finally on to another buddy, which is probably burying me personally, that I've been worked by wrestling. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the mark has been worked, a good one. Uh, after seeing Kyle O'Reilly's brain buster, and I thought, oof, that would the sore <laughs> one. And then seeing the injury, I thought it was a genuine industry Uh, injury and it turns out it looks like it was a work so yes burying myself on this particular episode of NXT for being worked by the wrestling (sighs) we've all had it though we've all we've all had it so yeah um that is it uh love the stuff msk are doing love the whole and let's just put over let's land in, in the bright note of the word whole being reintroduced to the WWE after editing it out. They've now fully embraced the word hole and uh, Raquel Gonzalez used it in her promo, which she was cutting against Nia Jax and Sheena Baszler. So the return of the word hole on NXT back in WWE. Hole, say it loud, say it proud. Say the word hole (laughs) as many times as you want because apparently we can get away with it on wrestling television now. And I want more uses of people being kicked in the hole. That's me. (laughs) Um, Let's see if we can do AEW in Alex's absence. Um, I'll run through the match card, uh, what we had on the show. We had John Moxley, Lance Archer, and Ray Phoenix versus Eddie Kingston, the Butcher, and the Blade in the main event. That sounds like a cracker. We had the Young Bucks versus Santana and Ortiz. Uh, we had Women's World Title Eliminator, two men. Uh, Serena Deep versus Rio. We had Matt and Mike Sedel versus FTR. Highman Page and Matt Hardy versus the Hybrid Two. And uh, Ange Caste versus Luther. Boys, you, I've not seen it. What did you make of the show? I think the
0: the best thing that happened on the show, and I could pick two putovers for it, was not even a match. Uh, It was Sting being powerbombed. That's definitely one of them, because it's the kind of thing where, you know, wrestling is brilliant when it's real. And I was like, oh, I'm not sure if I like seeing Sting taking a bump, but at the same time, I'm going to watch every second there. About 70 times and, and be really excited for his uh, his match. Brilliant uh powerbomb as well by by Brian Cage. It just looked apart. Uh, he's absolutely brilliant. Got me really excited for all that match. But one thing I really liked about that segment was um Taz's son Hook. And I think we've mentioned him a few times. He just looks like he's gonna be absolutely amazing. Um he's somebody that I think. It's weird because obviously Taz was really small in height, but really stocky build. So he's the kind of guy that just looked like a powerhouse. His son is kind of the opposite. Uh, he's, he's quite small. He's not like the tallest guy, but he's very, um, very wiry. I would say he's, he's no, he doesn't look like the most built of guys, but it just means that he, he looks brilliant when he takes bumps because he's absolutely amazing at the way he, he, he bumps for people. So he took, a bell to a bump uh, and just went absolutely flying. It just looks like somebody that's took to the business really quickly, which has surprised me because I think I mentioned it before. I used to love listening to the Taz show and his son apparently had no real interest in wrestling, was uh, was really big on lacrosse. So the the really, the short amount of time that he's been training, it just looks incredible. So that full segment was just like my favorite segment I've seen on TV all week. Uh, so I I'm I'm buzzing for that Sting match and can't wait to see Mera hook in the ring.
1: But it's, it's good that it finally, I mean, we've had weeks and weeks of Sting just turning up and everybody <laughs> <something>. running, running <laughs> scared. But I'm glad finally someone's tried to batter them, You know what I mean? It's like Jesus Christ. I uh, think that's the. I think that they're trying to replicate the. I always
0: mentioned my favorite thing in wrestling ever in terms of a build was Taz v. Sabu in ECW, and they didn't the touch for a year, and then the match just meant a lot. Uh, so I think they've tried to replicate that. Maybe it doesn't work so much nowadays because we're all really impatient, but, uh, but it just meant that Sting taking that bump had ridiculous impact. So, uh, so hopefully now they fire on and just power bomb him every week.
1: Um, Big, I've heard a lot of people talking about the women's match, uh, the Rio versus Cena Deep match. Uh, I mean, it's been getting, I mean, praise, you know, one thing about AEW we've always been quite critical of is the women's division in it, but it seems to, to be getting better. Do you say so, Paul?
2: I think so, yeah. I think they've turned the corner. I think that they've got a lot of people interested as well with this Japan versus America tournament that they've got going on. And putting it on on a Monday on YouTube, you know, as Rob said last week on the main show, it was an easy watch. Um, I watched last week's one. I've not watched this week's one yet. Um, But it was a quick, easy hour, you know, entertaining and putting more content out there for the company. So a a lot, lot of new eyes. I think it was close to a million views on YouTube. Last
0: week's one, so yeah, yeah, this week's one was superb. But like, uh, this week's one essentially has built Britt Baker to, to look the way she should. The only downfall is Anna J got injured and is out for six to 12 months. Oh, and it's wow. like for somebody that is, you know, she for me was one of the breakout stars IEW last year, probably the most improved in the ring and, and was looking like somebody that was, you know, coming into their own character wise. And it's like
1: six to 12 months is a long time to be on the shelf. Mm-hmm. So. Now, with, the, with the Bucks I'm I'm slightly confused when it comes to AEW what are the Bucks at the moment in AEW you mean out Bucks, of heel and face yeah with the Bucks <laughs> versus Santana and Ortiz are they are they face are they heel what is going on with, with them at the moment
0: good question I, I think I think they're just the young Bucks I think they'd kind of decide on a weekly basis. Uh, I don't know. They done a weird thing as well uh, with Kenny Omega reading their book as Uncle Kenny and
2: it
0: was really strange. I didn't uh, I didn't dislike it by any means, but I was just like oh, what a weird segment. Uh, but no I don't really know the, the young bucks for me I think I've always struggled with that with them. I think they even when their heels they're a wee bit pandering to the crowd, and I get that stuff will stick anyway. But like, I think it is the kind of thing. It's hard to define them as face or heel. So when you start making them face and heel, like particularly in the the start of the angle where the elite uh, or, or the Bullet Club that you know reunited and didn't actually re- reunite, it gets a bit muddy. Um But I, I, I don't really know if they're face or heel. Like I can't answer that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then the the
1: the main event. Um. On paper, sounds like a cracker. What do you make of it?
0: Good, really enjoyable. Um, I love Eddie Kingston. I want to see him and John Moxley on a tag team. Uh, John Moxley said that he was planning a tag team run with Brody Lee, um, and and yeah, obviously before Brody Lee passed and said that he wants a meaningful tag team run. I'm like, man, him and <laughs> Eddie Kingston. I can't think of a better tag team. Uh, I just think they are very similar. But I think that that match was great. Um, just I uh, like you said on paper it's the kind of match you look at it and go that's not going to disappoint anybody they're going to have to do something really bad to make this not an enjoyable watch and uh, and they did the and really bad
1: yeah so uh, any major any major buddies that we've not covered
0: I don't think so. No, I, I really enjoyed last week's AEW. To be honest, so wow, wow. I, th- I think that's a kind of AEW. Like even when they have a week that's not the most mind blowing a weeks, you find it hard to say hitting was bad. <laughs> it's like even when it's no like amazing. It's you know apart from the commentary sometimes can be a wee bit iffy. Um, but I've, oh wait, <laughs>
1: wait, 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 wait. Was it <laughs> this week
0: or last on. week? Aye, right. <laughs> Ross I
1: think I've heard this. Was this?
0: Was this? Was this Jim Ross be, saying Kenny Omega is the WWE champion. Brilliant. <laughs>
1: brilliant. So that's
0: the big berry. Uh, I completely forgot. I was like, is that this, this week or last week? That was this week. Kenny Omega being the WWE champion. What a faux pas! That's the kind of thing that I, I think AEW maybe don't do this. Uh, you know, for better or worse. If that happened on WWE television, you can guarantee it wouldn't make the final cut because there's a delay on, you know, the live delay to bleep at swear words. Yeah. Aye, that's the kind of thing that you can't have coming through. And I, I know that we're all used to JR not being the most on the ball way ways wording, but that's a bad one. <laughs> that's worse than like any other. I, I think that's probably the worst one he's done just because... The reference at WWE. Do you
1: know what? It was, <laughs> it, you know what? I'm surprised it's taken so long for that to slide Aye. through. But I, I mean, know. you think by now, you think he'd be out the woods with that sort of stuff, you know? And so <laughs> it's, it's
0: only been about four years since the last comment. <laughs> I don't up... know. No, I think it's not that long, but it's, it's been a couple of years at least. So like,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, well, poor old JR always getting a bite on this <laughs> section of the show. Um, let's move on to SmackDown. It was the Go Home show before Elimination Chamber, which we've just discussed, uh, Paul. What was happening? What's the boys and putovers from that? Um,
2: it was a really easy watch but the one thing that I will say was there was a lot of backstage seg- segments building up to the chamber um, and yeah. Edge had a backstage segment with all six members of the chamber so plus on top of other storylines as well but my first put over Ray and Dominic versus the Alpha Academy and um, Otis picked up the win with a big splash on the second rope and then when it came back from the ad break it's shown clips of Otis still battering Ray so they've turned Otis heel so I'm looking forward to seeing where this goes. Um, something different. Everybody's saying that he's gone a bit stale, you know, give him a bit of an edge, take him away from the comedy character and see how he gets on.
0: I love that heel turn, but one of my favourite parts of that full thing was the fact that they did go to a break and then afterwards it was like, oh, look what happened when you were all, you know, watching an yeah. advert because it's the one thing that I think wrestling is... They've they done it on Raw a couple of times last year and they've made it a thing where it's like the action is continuing during the break, which it mm-hmm. should because, you know, <laughs> they shouldn't have just stopped fighting because, <laughs> because they've these watching. I thought that was absolutely fantastic the way they handled that. Mm-hmm,
2: definitely. Um, so there was a six-man with Sasha Banks, Bianca, team with Reginald versus Nia Jax. Shayna Baszler and Bailey, I had no problems with the match, but not long afterwards, there was a backstage segment with Carmella and Reginald. She says that her wine was crap. She spat it back in the glass and then threw it into Reginald's face. Now, given the current climate and the pandemic that's going on, I (laughs) don't think it was a very wise idea to have that segment, but I'm I'm not a booker, so... and my other buddy is Seth Rollins wearing what I can only describe oh. as a pair of old man pyjamas painted silver and black um, really? and if I mention him again next week it's going to be one buddy and what the fuck is Seth wearing from now on
0: <laughs> the best part about that is uh, somebody whipped out a photo and Matt Hardy has worn the exact same suit and I was like I wonder if it's oh, a no. WWE suit that they've got <laughs> I wonder <laughs> if it's the same thing with uh, you remember uh, Otis was wearing the La Luchadora. <laughs> Mask. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I wonder if that is just a suit they've got backstage, and went, "Oh, Seth, here you go."
1: Get into also, the, house, see what we've got.
0: I get it's the wrestler gimmick, but this is another one on the what people are wearing. Wearing a suit jacket with it, a shirt. Why do wrestlers feel they need to do that? It's the most annoying thing ever. Suit so I'll just wear this. No, at least wear a tie, <laughs> like when they yeah. shop. But it's just like, man, why you wearing a suit jacket with no shirt? Really predict-
1: annoying. Predict- <laughs> ridiculous. I'm over jealous. That's, that's that's, like, from you for you, bronze.
2: Uh, so, my last putover is also the match of the night. We had a six-man tag with Sami Zayn, Baron Corbin, and Jey Uso versus Daniel Bryan, Cesaro, and Owens. Edge was on commentary. Really entertaining match. Sami got battered for the majority of it and acting like a wee dick. We had giant swings. Roman came out on commentary, and we had an amazing finish where Daniel Bryan did a super flex into the yes lock. Absolutely brilliant. At the end of the show, they all hit their finisher. Edge jumped in and speared Uso, and then Roman speared Edge to finish the show, and then obviously it led on to what happened at uh, the Chamber this past Sunday. So, yeah, really good yeah. show, really enjoyable. It was a really easy watch. So
1: Edge versus Reigns at Mania, I think it's going to be good. I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to that. Really should good. It should be a good one. Um, I didn't give you my match tonight, actually, if I remember, uh, for remember, NXT, I'm going to go Kushida versus Tyler Rust. I thought it was a really good. I, I, I'm so over Kishida at the moment. He's so good. I, I mean, he deserves to have a, uh, a strap on him. I think actually put him in the world title picture because he is just that bloody good in the ring. He's really, really good. Um, let's move on to last night's Raw. After Elimination Chamber, what went on? We've already alluded to Bobby Lashley is in the mix for the world title, Gary. Aye, so I
0: think for the past few weeks we've, Obviously, seen that Raw is on a wee bit of an upward trajectory, but it kind of had to be. It, it couldn't have gone much lower a couple of weeks ago. Um, but last night was, I think, the best one for a while. And it wasn't, you know, there wasn't much that was ridiculously mind blown that happened on it. It was just a really good, well-anticipated and well-paced show. Um, so I, I mentioned I wasn't going to stay awake for it. I was going to watch it this morning, just zoom through it. But after what happened at Elimination Chamber, I was like, I think this is going to just be a nice, fresh start. Um, you know, we've I've been putting over Drew McIntyre. Weirdly, you take out Drew McIntyre and it freshens everything up. And obviously, I, I want to see Drew McIntyre back because he adds a lot to the show. But just having the Miz come out as champion in the first segment, first segment is my first put over. Miz coming out, cut an amazing promo. Name dropped a few people that, uh, that he's beaten on the way to get, because everybody was mentioning the fact that he's no one, I think he's only won three singles matches in the last year, more than Goldberg had before his last title win, is all I'll say there. Um, but it just was brilliant. It cut an amazing promo, had John Morrison by his side, and then we had the explanation for what happened the night before, which keeps saying it, wrestling's at its best when it makes sense. So they had uh, MVP and Lashley come out, explained what the conversation that we saw but didn't hear was Elimination Chamber and then had the, the, the um, what do you call the guy, Bauer, Kiefer Sutherland for 24, countdown clock for an hour. Lashley's ultimatum, Miz has to answer it within an hour as to whether he's going to give Lashley a title match or no, or he's going to get annihilated. Uh, it was just brilliant, made the first hour go really quickly as well. And then the hookup segment on the hour to, to match that was really good as well. Everybody that reads the internet is probably going to be like, well, we know Lashley's going to win anyway. But if you don't read the internet, it's a brilliant surprise. And even if you do, I don't really care. I think it is an absolutely amazing uh, amazing route to go down because it's one we didn't really see coming a couple of weeks ago. Um, so that that full segment, just a nice freshen up. Absolutely love to see it. Really like them as champion. Really like Bobby Lashley as champion if he becomes it. And it was just good to see a
1: different Raw. When would um, he be refreshing though if Miz retained against Lashley? That
0: would be good as well, but I think we're all uh, coming to terms yeah. with the fact that Bad Bunny is going to be in the match, with, and I don't mind that because he also is he's no detracting for the show and he's bringing ice.
2: so yeah.
0: Uh, but I i don't really mind that. I think, um, I didn't ever want Drew McIntyre to lose the title, but I'm fine with it now that he's lost it, and I think we can get more interesting stories going forward as well. Uh, Barry's is a bit of a tough one, there wasn't much It was upper nickety stuff. Wow. But Aye, but it's stuff that I, they did really annoy me. The, despite them being pernickety, they did really annoy me. So, the, the first one. <laughs> Shane McMahon making Braun Roman look like an absolute clown. Uh-huh. Uh, I always say it, you know, the job of a commentator is very similar to the job of, like an authority figure. And we, we get used to it more with commentators where you're there to put over the talent. You're there to make the talent look scary. And a lot of people are going, well, it's going to lead to a Shane McMahon-Bron Strowman match. That doesn't make any difference to me. Uh, Shane McMahon calling Braun Strowman dumb and saying he's an idiot, saying he's stupid and all that, and, and cutting him off and then saying, no, you're not getting this match. It's fine. But it's fine if Braun Strowman annihilates him the second he does it. You can't just have Braun Strowman go really silent and go, Okay, can I get this instead? (laughs) It's like it just makes Braun Strowman look like an imbecile. Um, So I thought it was really badly written, badly booked. Even if we get that match, it's like I've still made Braun Strowman look really dumb. I just didn't like it, Uh, and I think it is that WWE are quite uh, they've been quite bad for that in the past. It's you know we mentioned it earlier with Matt Riddle being. The, the kind of the comedy character and then they're trying to find that balance they've tried it with Braun Strowman I think they've humanised him a bit too much but even that was fine until we got to this segment and it was just having Shane McMahon make him just
1: look like a child it wasn't good uh, are we really so interested that... in Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman at WrestleMania is it really, I mean, why?
0: I, I think it will probably end up being like a last man standing match or something which will add the intrigue because, you know that seems like the perfect but in match. In what world is
1: it believable, right? Now, we all know wrestling is, you know, we're all <laughs> into to But in what world do you see Braun Strowman and think, oh, that boy's got a chance against him? Ah, oh, Shane McMahon's got the most devastating punches
0: on wrestling. Come on. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll Can't go even anyway. reach Braun Strowman, man. <laughs> uh, I just, I didn't like it. I wasn't there. And I love Shane McMahon. I just, I just didn't like it.
1: Just not. Um,
0: just not. So, I'm only gonna briefly mention this as a video because I think if Rab has seen it on the main show, he's gonna rip it to bits anyway. <laughs> Randy Orton cutting his pro. I mean, he took a night off uh, the Alexa Bliss thing and she took a night off uh, annoying them anyway, elimination chamber, just completely forgot it was a thing, and then I let's yeah. look back to last week's Raw on <laughs> this week's one. Cutting a promo about Alexa Bliss and then just starts uh, vomiting black blood. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh Jesus.
0: <laughs> I, I, I mean, I mentioned it before with the full Alexa Bliss um doing it. It made sense because it's the possession thing. If they're going to do, go down this route, I, I mean, I've got a lot of respect for Randy Orton. I think he's an amazing, amazing guy when it comes to portraying a character, and particularly portraying a legitimate character because he comes across as a complete dick, which is brilliant. He's like yeah. the best heel in wrestling. Uh or one of the best, definitely, definitely up there for me. I'm not sure how I feel if we're going to go down the route I haven't been possessed and if they're not going to go down that route the vomiting black blood doesn't make any sense but it was just (laughs) it's the kind of thing where I'm pre-burying it I think I'm going to be burying it next week so I'm just setting up for it to get buried next week no matter what it leads to so that's just a wee mini one Um, and then before the the last put over I need to mention this is a kind of half bury half put over Asuka losing teeth uh you, you hate to see it, but you kind of like to see it as well. Because it does remind you that this is, you know, it's it's no ballet. It's the don't kind of thing where horrible. you see that and you go, there's, there's risks involved. Losing teeth and then still continuing the match. And Money, I don't I've think it was broken. just... Oof, aye. Exactly. <laughs> 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 that, that, the good old Sky one, uh, do, don't try this at home advert, came to mind with him. Black mm. and grey, that, uh, that footage, and stick it in there. But it was just horrible. But it was nicely dealt with by Shayna Baszler as well. Uh, essentially, Shayna runs... Does the a kind of punt kick to Aska Ask turns into it and it was nasty. You just you see the teeth flying out, out her mouth. Um how Shana te- immediately how many
1: teeth did she lose?
0: It looked like more than one. Uh, oh. There's a still shot, but it's really, really grainy. So you kind of see, but it looks like a panel of front teeth are just oh. gone. Oh. Um, oh, so
1: Rasta.
0: got my notifications on to see if she posts a photo. Uh, I know a lot of wrestlers see it as like a kind of
1: a, a, a bravery,
0: of you know, a badge of honor to, to stick up. So hopefully but, she does. Yeah, uh, WWE
1: will make it into an idol because they've done that with every other bit of bad... You know, look at Cesaro. Cesaro got a t-shirt, Cesaro, And then obviously we had... Um, Becky with the, the you know the the, the nose break nose. as well. I that so, the,
0: the best thing that happened to her career wise probably you'd have to exactly, say with Becky Lynch. So they'll,
1: they'll jump on it for Sheena as well. Um, aye, they actually on Raw they, uh, they've started putting Ripley. Uh, uh, pro oh, out.
0: Well, again, that's something I didn't even put in my put-overs, but the fact that Rhea Ripley is going to be on Raw and got more he than did. one vignette, they didn't They just, it wasn't it just a off-the-cuff thing, more than one vignette, commentary talking about it, massive build, uh, so hopefully they continue. Um, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, they'll just bury her because it's Raw. Like, I, I don't think they will. I think no. we've seen at the Royal Rumble that they've got big plans for her, and I think they know that even though NXT viewers might know always watch Raw, I think people will immediately be drawn to her as a star because she just looks different. And she was just, at WrestleMania it looks, as well. Oh, uh, well, I was at WrestleMania and obviously yeah. the Royal Rumble, so that was good, but didn't even make the putovers because the last put-over, um, a lot of people don't really tend to associate this person with cutting a good promo. I think, again, they're okay at it, but sometimes I can see why the criticism happens. Charlotte Flair's promo last night was absolutely ridiculous. It was just incredible. Uh, one of the best promos I've seen, you know, uh, I think, in a long time in wrestling, they had her backstage with Ric Flair. The best thing about it is, you know, the uncomfortable part where a lot of it did seem virgin unreal. Uh, <laughs> about Ric Flair being a womaniser and going after blonde women and uh, <laughs> this kind of stuff. But it was just incredible. Really good. They addressed everything in it. They addressed the fact that, you know, everybody was on about nepotism. She's like, well you know, the Flair name has got me here, but I want you to go home. Uh, and I think we all want Ric Flair to go home just for his own health <laughs> as well. And you to know? get away
1: from being a, in a terrible story <laughs> where he's been the father of Lacey Evans' bloody child. What the I, hell? I, I love is, the guys. That a, uh, was know, that dropped? Was that, that by? I mean, they've not touched that, yeah. So,
0: so they they mentioned that, but they mentioned that in the way that it was continuity and seemed like continuity to, to fade it out. Did they seem like they were continuing with beyond this week? It seemed like they'd made it more of a, well, Lacey Evans is going to be on, off TV, so we'll have Charlotte Flair, you know, cut it off and use that as the storyline going for. But the promo is just incredible. Uh, and I took a, a still shot and put it up on uh, Twitter and then realised second later, seconds later, I was like, Charlotte Flair's arms are huge. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's just that she's in incredible shape now as well. So I'm like, I hope we see her and Rhea Ripley again. Mentioned Rhea Ripley there, that I think that'll be money at, um, at WrestleMania. Poor Asuka. Um, if she does lose teeth, I wouldn't mind her having to drop that title rather than lose it. Have Charlotte Flair um, win it to annoy everybody and then we had up play win it at WrestleMania. That's the, yeah. that's the way I want to see this going forward. Um, match of the night. Again, there, there wasn't much that was a match that I absolutely loved on this show, which is weird because, you know, I'm, I'm saying it was a brilliant show, but the wrestling wasn't, you know... <laughs> wasn't the most mind blown in terms of matches um, it's a tricky one <laughs> I don't actually think there was a match that stood out in particular uh, no
1: we've went through um, we a Raw review without mentioning Retribution and certainly oh, I, bad uh,
0: the Retribution bad. stuff was bad but not bad enough to bury but the regular stuff they lost again are they breaking uh, them up
1: then I presume we're just worrying under the carpet
0: and breaking up. Ali cut a promo. So they lost to the New Day again. Uh, Ali was the cause of them losing, um, but then he got in the ring and cut a promo and all of them saying that they were all shite and bringing the team down. Um, So it looks like they're all going to turn on Ali, but I don't really know where you go (laughs) from there. If you have them still as a faction without Ali, I don't know how far you can still go with them as a faction. You know, it's, it's it's that full thing of what they've done with Andrade and uh, Zelina Vega and, and Angel Garza where I don't think it's I don't think it's savable. <laughs> I don't, I don't nah. think you can I don't think they're ever gonna, you know, they're not gonna get rid of Ali and then T bar becomes world champion. I don't think that's on the horizon. <laughs> <laughs> well, no not
1: a match of the night, but a decent show then. Nah. Replace match of the night with Charlotte Flair's promo, that's thing you should go and watch if there you watch it. Go and watch that. Go and watch that. Well, uh, that's it for the buddies and putovers from uh, this week, uh, as usual. Bronze Chelsea, thank you very much for coming on doing Smackdown. Remember, if you want a shot at the title, just get in touch with us. We can get you on as a guest, Mark, uh, next week, and you can take on Bronze uh, over the title. Um, And remember, if you want to get your um, buddies and putovers in for Rab and Grado this Friday, you can do that on Twitter at Wrestling Daft, on Insta, Wrestling Daft Podcast, and just plain old Wrestling Daft on Facebook. Thanks, guys. It's the... Wrestling News with Gary Cassidy. Gary! Um, let's get stuck in about it. Um, and Let's start off with a story. Uh, we saw Carlito return at the Royal Rumble. We saw him wrestling on Raw. But what is happening with Carlito in WWE going forward? I bet a weird one this because
0: I think we all just assumed that when we seen him back at the Rumble, we heard that it he was going to be, you know... Um, Appearing at Raw as a producer and then he wrestled on Raw and looked, you know, in ridiculous shape. Yeah. I think we all just thought, oh well, that's that's gonna be him back. You know, who's who's gonna turn down working with Carlito because he looks like he's you know in the shape of his life. Um, but it turns out that um might not all be as it seems. So I spoke to Wrestling Inc. And said it doesn't know where he sits. And he said there was never a trial uh, to become a producer backstage, none of it was ever mentioned. They just talked about the the rumble and Rob, but after that, who knows? They said they'd love to come back. Um, he doesn't know what's next, and then said he's open to ideas, whatever's out there. Uh, But he also mentioned that he's getting a wee bit older, has more years behind him than ahead of him. Um, But if somebody's got a good idea, he's open to hearing it. So it'll be interesting because after what we've seen him, I don't, you know, if it doesn't land in WWE, you've got to think that it would land somewhere else. Um, So I'm, I'm kind of, I'm wondering why they wouldn't have him back. I know that he was meant to be there for the Royal reunion, sorry, Legends Night, and essentially didn't feel like the spot that he was given on that card warranted him travelling across the country to get there <laughs> for a two-minute cameo. But I wouldn't think that would affect it, because he obviously came for the Royal Rumble, came for a Raw match. I, I, have, I have no idea, but I think just looking at the shape he's in, we've got to see him somewhere. We've definitely got to see him somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you never know, because I know he was residing in Puerto Rico and, uh, you know, obviously, um, Primo and Epico doing stuff there and they're running their family promotion. So maybe it's to do with that. But who knows? Hopefully see him back in the ring soon.
1: Yeah, I'll bring back, well, maybe they'll bring back the the shooting, the Shining Stars um, with Calico managing them. I would absolutely love that. Sadly, I think they ran through
0: uh, about 20 gimmicks in their time in WWE, <laughs> but I, I, thought they were like, I thought they were really talented outside of the ring as well. But if you've seen the last ride, obviously they're really talented in the ring because Undertaker <laughs> Undertaker ended up working with one of them to get himself in ring shape to come back. Uh, but I, I would love to see them back in a, in a faction with Carlito. Stick them with bad money and uh, Damien Priest, they're all Puerto Rican, get a massive Puerto Rican faction on the go and, uh, and take us that
1: way. That'd be it. you know, why not go up against the heart business? That's money right there. Isn't it? And um, get some good faction based war in WWE. Um, let's move on then uh, to your good pal, Alex McCarthy, friend of the show. Um, We're speaking to Kenny Omega and Kenny had some interesting things to say. I am. Um, so uh, speaking to Alex, about this over the weekend and he's like going to be dropping
0: an interesting uh, article. Here's a, uh, here's what was said. And it was the, The part of this interview that I had that was about AEW potentially working with WWE, um, you know, seems like something that's just never going to happen.
1: No, it's not going to happen, Alex. I know I I appreciate your journalist initiative and all that, but this is never going to happen. Well,
0: Kenny Omega was a. I'm not sure if he was just being polite and not wanting to to say it was impossible, but he said it was possible. He said it might become a reality, and had spoken about um, talks he'd had with, with Triple H. What's
1: Angelina Jolie? Me and Angelina <laughs> Jolie getting together might be possible, but you know, you know, it's not impossible <laughs> that I'm not going to bump into on the street, and just going to fall madly in love with me. You know? Yeah, you never know.
0: <laughs> but um, so I essentially Kenny like Omega said that. Um, we talk about the forbidden door and it's been kicked open, but he was talking about, you know, look what it's taken to get these companies working together that are working together. It's taken a pandemic. So think of what it would take to make something that seems as impossible as WWE and AEW working together would be a thing. But he did say that it's not impossible. And he said that, you know, he is, he thinks Triple H, if nothing else is aware, that there's a lot of EVPs and at least one more than one in, Uh, AEW are only there for the betterment of wrestling and they want to make wrestling a better place, so the door is never closed on that kind of thing Uh, interesting part of that is I asked John Moxley about it last night (laughs) and his reply to me was just, that would never happen it's not worth wasting any mental energy on well there you go and
1: one forbidden door opens (laughs) the other one closes
0: ah yes, that was good fun (laughs) but I I, I, am that was brilliant. I'd, I'd recommend checking it out, even if uh, even if you don't, you know, don't think that that part is worth wasting mental energy on, like uh, <laughs> like John Moxley, didn't he? Because he asked about um, about a potential match again. with Kota Ibushi Bushy and Kenny Omega, and also asked about the again the same thing I've asked Moxley about the exploding barbed wire death match that will be happening at Revolution, um, and and um, Omega essentially said that uh, the, the idea is something that he wants to do because he is not that kind of wrestler. And obviously, it was thrust into the... Was it the Lights Out match they'd done last year? Uh, it was thrust into that and thinks it brought out the best in him and Moxley inspires him creatively and, and all that kind of thing. That, That's was, a, that was a
1: really... People, there was people loved that match. There was people that absolutely hated that. it's really split their opinion that match. I think, I, I
0: think the barbed wire one's going to be worse uh, yeah. in terms of splitting opinion. I, I I'm even a bit reluctant in terms of watching it because I'm no massive on the most brutal wrestling, and I think this is going to be <laughs> pretty yeah. uh, pretty bad. Uh, not bad, but like I think it's going to be niche for who likes it. Um, but spoke about spoke about that and uh, said that. Moxley creatively inspires him put over Moxley Big again I asked Moxley about, uh, about that and about whose idea the match was and he said it wasn't his idea <laughs> so I said it got floated to him and he said to, um, he said I don't know where it came from but when the idea got pitched to me uh, I said Aye, but just beware that if you're going to put me in this kind of match, then you better be careful what you wish for, (laughs) because I'm going to be all in on on making it the most violent thing I've also... That'll be interesting to
1: see. (laughs) Well, I'm sure we'll hear more about that when we get your Moxley interview out there. Um... Can we do that next week? Can we put Moxley next week? Probably going to be fine next week, I, I'd Brilliant. I'd say definitely going to be fine next week. There you week. go. Exclusive then. We'll have Moxley uh, on the show next week. Uh, and let's get back to really exciting wrestling news. <laughs> because WWE love a trademark uh, but they're having some problems with the IP. Oh man. Trademarks. Everything
0: about trademarks it just hurts my head. Um, so it's essentially I just always look at well, they approved. Were they not approved. Uh, and and why were they not approved? There's a a list here. This is for heel by Nature, who's always on top of the 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 kind of the courtroom stuff, in particular, the trademarks. Dominic Mysterio, Kaylee Ray, Chelsea Green, A Kid, Amalie, uh, Amir Jordan. Oh, I can never pronounce this, but Valkyrie from NXT UK. I think it's Eve, is that how it's pronounced? It's uh, Aoife, is it? Aoife, that's it. Aoife is the, the pronunciation. I'm shocking with Irish pronunciations. Um, but, yep, uh, Aoife Valkyrie. Quite a lot of names there, um, and the reasons for the them being denied are all pretty similar. The application um, essentially was denied because written consent is not included from the talents. They are um, there to be. Uh, what would you say? And uh, you and know, the lost for words. The the talents that they'd be used to to represent. Um, so essentially, this is the kind of thing we've seen before with Keith Lee. I think we covered it a couple of weeks ago. Keith Lee and Mia Yim and they didn't do the consent thing, and then they applied for their own <laughs> trademarks yeah. on their names rather than WWE doing it. So it'll be interesting to see where any of this goes. A lot of talents there that, you know, are quite new to the company, but some that are not. Uh, Kaylee Ray obviously been there a couple of years. Amir Jordan been there a couple of years. Chelsea Green, <laughs> you know, been there for quite a few years as well. So it's a bit of an odd one. Um, But again, worth noting that I believe trying to count up how many of them would be real names or names that have been used before WWE. The ones that wouldn't be would be Dominic Mysterio. His real name is obviously Dominic Gutierrez, um, but Mysterio being a long-standing name. And then the other one, the more surprising one for me would be um, Aoife Valkyrie because she only got called that like when she joined WWE. So I'd have thought they would have already secured that one. But i would be interesting to see. Might be the kind of thing nothing comes like as Trademarks, you know, it's a cycle that keeps going running. they could apply for them again and everything could be alright or they could apply, not bother applying for them again. <sighs> Who knows? Uh, but interesting to see because we, we know that um, on the biggest scale, John Cena... A portion that has a check for every movie that he does goes to WWE because they own the rights to his name. So it interesting to see what happens going forward.
1: Ah, yeah, man, smart move by Vince. That's all I'll say. Yeah, ah, yeah, and he just keeps making them as well. Brilliant. Um, more trademark news next week on the news. It's COVID news. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, that's it for a slightly shortened version of Wrestling Daft the Marks. Big Alex will be back with us next week. Uh, biggest show next week then, because we'll make up for it. We'll do Fantasy Booking Ireland. Uh, we'll have the interview with John Moxley on here as well next week when Gary caught up with him. So super bumper Wrestling Daft the Marks next week. Thank you very much for listening. However, Gary, what are you up to this week? It's a it's a pay per view free weekend. We've not had one of them in a wee while. Aye,
0: um, a bit exhausted for all the ones I've had because it seems like we've no went a weekend without one. But uh, pay per view a free weekend, but obviously we've still got SmackDown on Friday night, and then your uh, all your weekly shows on the, the Wednesdays, and it's gonna be the the last weekend that there's no one for a while. Well, no, actually, that's not true. I was gonna say the last one, that, <laughs> last one that we've had for a while, uh, or we'll have for a while, but it's no because I think we've got a couple of weeks between. Um, Revolution, and then the next Impact one, which is Sacrifice, oh, yeah. and then a couple of weeks after that, we've got the full weekend at WrestleMania.
1: So, I've <laughs> yes. got Fastlane right. in the middle, and of oh, Fastlane as well. And takeover.
0: Ah, yes. I actually like Fastlane falls the same week as the Impact one, so it looks like we've got two weeks of- or one event, two weeks or nothing. Then two days uh, for a weekend, and then two weeks or nothing, and nothing, then two days full weekend
1: again, so. Yeah. And probably a takeover might end up chucking itself
0: in there, you never yeah, know. Yeah, but probably, that's
1: probably going to happen as well, so plenty of wrestling to afford to. Um, This week on uh, the Wrestling Daft uh, with Rab and um we've got the list of Wrestling Daft. This week, I thought it would be really interesting to put up, what is the most unpopular wrestling opinion you have? Uh, that is one of the things up for vote. And the other thing up on our vote is... I'm trying to remember what it is off the top of my head. I've completely forgot. It is most unpopular wrestling opinion you have against... Best wrestler cameos on TV or film. Um, At the moment, leading the vote, and it looks like it's going to be the winner, is the most unpopular wrestling opinion you have. Gary... Mine
0: is at the window now, because everybody loves him. Mine was that Roman Reigns is actually underrated in the ring. Uh, But everybody loves him now, so it's not unpopular. They've ruined it. And also, uh, last year I was like, oh, unpopular opinion, the Royal Rumble's better than WrestleMania, and everybody agreed. So (laughs) (laughs) I was like, all right, never mind, Dale." So I I don't know. I think for me it would probably just be that... um, I'll I say naya Jax is a safe worker. There you go.
1: Bro, there you We <laughs> uh, don't really believe that, though. I'm going to give you one, but I'm going to whisper it to you. you ready for this. Oh, no. I think rick Flair's overrated. <laughs> there you go. I'm just saying. Aye, aye, I'm just that's, saying.
0: That's, I, I I think just because of how Bro, many times he's won, it's hard to disagree
1: brilliant on the mic do actually like uh, overrated in the ring in terms of his actual I, wrestling ability i think Ooh. wrestling ability i think, ah, I, think that's a spicy one. I think he's overrated he's talked as one of the best in the ring i i don't think that's the case but listen that's just my unpopular opinion and <laughs> um, you can get yours in for rab and gray and i'm sure i cannot wait if that's going to be the winner i cannot wait to hear what rabs are <laughs> on the roster <laughs> this week um, so that's going to be happening on that remember get all your road stories into us and uh, just your usual wrestling banner because you make the show what it is. Um, More, is we've had more spots of uh, f- 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 football teams using theme music as well Arsenal used Evolution at the weekend apparently so I, I-
0: I I think there might be some kind of BT Sport stuff going on here uh, There's something going on! There's uh, something going on! Although one thing that's worth a wee note You've you've seen all those uh, wrestlers wearing football tops The Premier League football tops going up for WWE Yes! Did you see
1: anybody wearing a Fulham
0: top? Very good
1: point! (laughs) very valid point I wonder why that might be <laughs> hmm. uh, so yeah that's it for the wrestling uh this week Gary where, what are you tweeting this week what are you up to you're obviously interviewing Jake the Snake so we'll be looking for pictures on your Twitter of that where can we get you? Uh,
0: you essentially go to wrestling Gary when this drops you can go on there and you'll either see me being ridiculously happy or disappointed that it's not happened again so uh, yeah. there you go wee bit of tension there for
1: the neighbors that will care <laughs> uh, you'll get me at producer mac on twitter i don't tweet much but you know i'll do the odd thing uh so get us on our Twitter there thank you very much for listening as per usual patreon you know where to get us for extra content patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft uh, and you can get up t-shirts and all that sort of nonsense at shop.special.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft and until next time next week